and welcome to the Woven Together podcast. I am Sean Wigley. This is my beautiful wife, Dawn Wigley. Hello, everybody. And we are excited to talk to you again today. We are talking about something that's had a lot of probably impact. I know in my life, specifically, what you're going to start with, uh, talking about curses. And people go, curses? What? I thought y'all were Christians. And we'll get into that today. But a Christian can have anything that they want. You can open any door and you can shut any door. We know the Spirit of God lives within us. But there are a lot of things that maybe people don't know about curses and how to handle those and ultimately how to move forward from those. So why don't you uh, get us started today, babe, just talking about some generational curses. Yeah, well, like you said, we just thought it would be a good idea to talk about um, curses and generational curses today because we realize there may be a lot of couples out there that don't even know what that is. Right. And, you know... When we got married, when you get married, it not only can bring stuff in from your own family, but from your spouse's family as well. Right. And so, you know, everyone knows that there's the natural realm, which is everything that we can see and that we can touch. But there's also the supernatural realm or the spiritual realm where, you know, things that we cannot see. And I'm sure most of you have heard. Um, phrases like like father like son or she looks just like her mother <laughs> yeah <laughs> um and that you know that's heredity which are traits that our parents and grandparents they pass that down to us and you know heredity can also be an influence on our talents our abilities and even how we think or how we behave certain right. characteristics and it's the same in the spiritual realm um, generational influences have the ability to bring blessings and right. or curses um, to your life. And understanding of this reality brings the power to change not only your life, but the lives of your family members as well. And in Numbers 14, 18, it says, The Lord is slow to anger and filled with unfailing love, forgiving every kind of sin and rebellion. But he does not excuse the guilty. He lays the sins of the parents upon their children. The entire family is affected, even children in the third and fourth generations. So it's like an infection that right. keeps on being passed down from generation to generation. But we can break those generational curses off Absolutely. of our families. Right. It's, yeah, and it's like you said, you can pass. We know the physical. If, if one person in your household uh, gets a cold, or gets the flu, whatever, it usually goes around to everybody. When does it stop? When you take appropriate action to, to stop it, to limit its effectiveness, like you said, because it's like an infection. Um, now, obviously, spiritually, we don't have to socially distance spiritually to stop things. But if you don't know something is there, it's like, it's like uh, back in the day, uh, there would be diseases that would go through and just ravage uh, certain groups of people, maybe a tribe or whatever, they would just find them all wiped out and it would all be from the same disease because they didn't know the enemy they were fighting. They were just going, well, what, what's going on here? And that I think happens a lot of times to us spiritually. We are going through life and we have this limp, we have this thing, but we don't know the cause. We just think, we think life isn't fair. We think this, this you know, we just, we're fighting the air, so to speak. And when you know your enemy and you understand how he works, uh, the ways that he can get access to you, then you limit those or shut the doors on those things. As you said, you break those curses 
And when you do that, you bring freedom, not just to yourself, because it brings freedom to us. Mm -hmm. But I believe we were just talking about this earlier, you know, things that I went through as a young man and the way I was, I don't see that in our kids, not because I didn't do it, because this scripture would hold true for me unless you repent. These things, all of this is unless you repent. It's not, it's not that all that's going to happen. So I send I, I've, I've sinned quite a bit in my life. I mean, I, especially early on, but, you know, before Christ and even after Christ. But uh, before Christ, I just had a lot of uh, issues that I know I didn't want my kids to have. But as you said, when we got married and we even before that, I had started praying and breaking those things, trying to understand things, doors that I'd opened and where that came from. And as I dug deep into the into my life, I started to find out the history of, of my grandparents and different things. And I see how God brought, well, one, he brought alcoholism down through a few generations. Um, it missed my mom because she just never, she just never drank a, a, a drop of alcohol. Uh, and she warned me about those things, but we didn't really understand spiritually shutting doors and doing all that. So I opened that door. My mom shut the door, so she didn't deal with it. But then I opened the door and bam, that bad boy came right in and uh, almost killed me and destroyed my life. So uh, moving forward, we were like, hey, we don't want our kids involved with that. We don't want, you know, we want to tell them. So we, we talk openly with them. But before we did that, before they were even born, we broke those curses mm -hmm. and uh, just renounced those things. We rejected it. A generational curse is not genetic. It's spiritually obtained through opening a door in your soul that allows the enemy to come in and have a right to be there. So what we're going to do today is just talk to you a little bit about breaking those curses. Uh, you'll pray with them at the end. Uh, but there are so many things that that you can do besides besides just praying um, that, to, that will position you for success. Um, one of those things uh, I don't know where you were. Are you are you ready to move on, or you want to keep going on just that topic? Um, I just had this okay. where an article that I read that kind of lists a bunch of the generational curses that there are. Oh yeah, go ahead and list those, and then we'll get into the other. Um, you kind of talked about a couple of them that were in your life, um, and in De it's in Deuteronomy twenty eight fifteen through sixty eight. There are several verses there, and it just contains a listing of all the generational curses that can take place. Um, one of them being poverty, uh, hereditary diseases, divorce, child abuse, sexual abuse, domestic violence, um, alcoholism, like you talked about, drug addiction, immorality, adultery, perversion, depression, confusion, fear, indecision, panic attacks, mental illness, suicide, destructive attitudes, and behaviors. Now, um, each of these can be, but not are, are not always the result of a generational curse. Right. Most have their root in idolatry or iniquity, but a lot of those are results of generational curses that we allow. Absolutely. I mean... In other words, if you, yeah, like you said, the, not all of these are going to be generational curses, but if you've opened, a, if you haven't opened a door to something and, and you just have this bent, say, well, it's, I've been this way as long as I can remember, mm -hmm. uh, anxiety, panic attacks. I remember praying with a guy one time, he said, man, I just have all these panic attacks. And we went back to when it came in, mm -hmm. 
And then we prayed about it and God, I mean, God just healed him. Imme I mean, immediately yeah. I prayed for him or with him rather, uh, right in my office. And, 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 and he just, I mean, for years, he just like, I can't believe God just did that. But what we did is we broke that assignment. We found out where it came in. When you find out where it comes in, you can then ask God to show you the truth about the lie that you believe. Cause everything that we do, uh, not everything, but most things we do are usually because we believe a lie. We believe a false narrative or something, and that opens a door to allow the enemy in. He's the father of lies. So it just makes sense that, you know, he uses deceit, he uses cunning, he uses all this to trick us into something. And then when, then when we agree with that, mm -hmm. it's like we give him an open access to our life. And when we do, he comes in and he'll be there until you make him leave. Yeah. Um, a lot of people go, well, I don't believe in any of that stuff. Well, you don't have to believe in it, but it's still going to affect you. We are spirit, soul, and body. And on every level, you have to stay clean or stay pure on those levels. If you don't, if you agree with the enemy in any one area, and sickness, you mentioned that here, there's some uh, physical illnesses and things. Uh, people go, well, you know, and, and you can say this, well, my dad had heart, heart disease and my grandma had heart disease, so I'm just going to have heart that is an example of agreeing with things that are not yeah. what God has given you. And so uh, do, does that mean you can eat anything you want? No, you still need to take, we know things physically can cause heart disease, but you can bring things on yourself that you don't have to have by agreeing instead of breaking, renouncing, and moving forward and just going. I mean, the Bible says that when we, when we become a new creation in Christ, that all things are passed away and all things become new. Yeah. What does that mean? It means those things that were tied to you genetically, whatever. I believe it's all. I mean, when it says all, I believe it means all. And so we can move forward without any of those things. Uh, and a lot of the things you stated come in either, you know, if your parents were uh, suffered molestation or if your parents were real, uh, let's say, let's say your one of your parents committed adultery or whatever. If you don't break that stuff, there is an open access point of lust in your life. Mm -hmm. And it's just crazy. Spirits draw spirits. Uh, if you read on uh, in the Bible that he's talking about the, the uh, woman crying out in the streets, people want to say, well, that's a woman. It's yes. Yes. The story talks about a woman and, and he's crying out for this man, but it's a spirit. There is a spirit of immorality or lust. When lust is present in someone, it cries out for other people. So you will find yourself surrounded by people that have struggles with lust. Yeah. If you are a liar, you will hang around with people that lie. Why? Because it's comfortable. Those spirits like to be around each other. Yeah. So just knowing that there are points of contact, things you can do, it really helps, again, to know your enemy. So uh, today we want to break some of those curses off of you. Don's going to pray with you here at the end, but I want to just touch on a couple other things. We talked about generational curses that can come in from a mo mom, a dad. So third and fourth generation, you're looking at great, great grandparents. Yeah. And so you just want to go back. I'm not just research the history of your family. My grandmother died from alcoholism. Um, she just couldn't ever get free. Couldn't ever get free. And her father was an alcoholic, mm -hmm. but my mother's grandmother was not. And she was a Bible reading, believing Christian. And she literally mentored my mom and, and wrote letters and tried to walk her through life. So God always makes a way. I'm not saying if, if that's in your past, there's no way out. Obviously, there's a way out. But I believe God gives us all a lifeline or rope or, or a, 
uh, an anchor in our life that will draw us to that to that right place if we want it. Right. Uh, my mom decided she wanted that because she grew up with an alcoholic. She didn't want anything to do with alcohol. Mm-hmm. I grew up with great parents that loved Jesus. And so I thought alcohol was something they were trying to keep me from right. instead of what it did to me. Uh, bottom line, there are other ways that you can bring it in. You said not all these come in through generational curses. Mm-hmm. We also have choices to make. I could be, if it goes to the third and fourth generation, it has to have a start and it has to have an end, right? So in, in our life, had I not broken these things off, I could have been the start of several generational curses over our kids because of my actions when I was younger. Uh, I opened doors because I got an agreement with the devil. That's the, the bottom line. I got an agreement with the devil because I decided to, I decided that partying, drinking, uh, all that stuff in high school was what I wanted to be. I mean, I, I, drugs, alcohol, all that stuff that went with it. I just gave myself to that because honestly, I didn't believe in God. I didn't believe there really, I don't want to say I didn't believe there was a God. I just didn't believe he really cared, you know, about my personal choices. I'm like, Hey, there's a God up there and then I'm down here and this is the one life he gave me. So I got to live it. And, uh, that ultimately led me to really dark places and broken places. And then that led me back to Jesus. So, uh, very thankful for that. But a lot of sins or a lot of curses that come into our life come in through sin, willful disobedience. I did that. So if you willfully disobey, how do you get out of that? How do you break those curses? You repent. Yeah. You you confess. The Bible says that if we confess our sins one to another, he is faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So what do we what do we have to do today? If you're watching this and this rings a bell with you, like, man, I just have all this stuff going on in my life and I'm not sure. It feels like there's so many holes in my life. I don't know where to start. You start by just saying, God, I don't even know all the things in my life. Maybe I don't know. But you can renounce curses and break things off without even knowing. Sometimes there's things that have come in the back door or whatever, and you go, man, I've, I've got to repent of something I'm not sure about. But I believe as you pray and you start looking into it, God will lead you to uncover those things, even in your own heart. Mm-hmm. And uh, then lastly, you can you can receive word curses. Uh, people go, oh, I don't believe in you know that, that. Well, I'll just tell you, I've been to Africa. I've been to different nations of the world. If you irritate people um, in a lot of the nations in Africa that I've been to, if you get them angry, their first, their first response is to go to the witch doctor and they'll pay the witch doctor to put a curse on you. And what does that mean? That means they speak words over you that are going to bring negative consequences and all that. Um, you, it could be a witch doctor. It could be somebody like that. That's like into the occult or witchcraft, but it could also be, uh, just people around you that are speaking negative things over you. Like, Oh, you're dumb or you're, and we all grew up in this. You, you grow up and people are going to say negative things or, you know, either, either from jealousy or just a place of, being condescending or they don't like you, they don't like your personality. And when you get an agreement with those words, so if somebody calls you stupid or they call you, you know, you're, you'll never be anything. You'll never, I mean, I had people say, Hey, you're never going to live to be 30. So I had this fear in my life. Like, Hey, I'm never going to live to be 30. So I might as well, I might as well enjoy life because I'll never see 30. And so, so I didn't really realize that until I got saved. And that thing, I had to address that issue because I was like, well, I'm I would just find myself saying to people, even our pastor, I'd say, well, I'm probably going to live to be 30 and go, what are, what are you talking about? And I go, well, you know what? I don't, and then I had to go back. Well, people just said that because of my actions, I would imagine. 
And I got an agreement with that. And so it became a fear in my life. And it really it became kind of an expectation. And so I had to break those things off and get out of agreement with those words. And now obviously I'm 46, almost 47. So those weren't true, but I could have made them true. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. So we have to find ways to get out of that. And then I want to read you one more scripture. Uh, you, you read the one in, in I think, Numbers. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's no one in Exodus, and it says the same thing. It's, it's, it's uh, verse 5. It says, You shall not worship them or serve them, for I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of the fathers on the children on the third and fourth generations of those who hate me. You say, well, I don't hate God, but the Bible says that you cannot serve both God and mammon, God and money. There's only two, two forces at work here. You can't, you can't serve God and serve the world. You're either going to love the one or hate the other or hate the one and love the other. So if you're not serving God, it's, it's to him, it's hate. There's no great, God is not a gray area God. It's either holy or it's unholy. And so uh, what I love about that, the way he says that, it says, but there's always a but with God. There's always a way out. There's always the other side because his nature is to bless, not to curse. The Bible says he's put before us both blessing and cursing uh, before us today that that the uh, uh, life and death is in the tongue, all that. But he's put that before us. And then he goes on in that. He says, I put before you both life and death, both blessing and cursing, but I prefer or I would that you would choose life. Why? Because it's his nature. He is life. He's the bread of life. He's the breath of life. He's the hope for eternal life. And so it goes on. He says, but showing love to a thousand generations of those who love me and keep my commandments. And so why we want to talk about these curses today and why I want to bring up the, the, the three ways you can, you can allow a curse to operate in your life is that we want to break those things off today. Uh, you're going to pray that here in a minute, but there's one more thing I want to encourage you about today. I believe if you will pray in agreement with what Dawn is fixing to pray over you, I believe that you can renounce those things. God's going to clean your life up. And I believe moving forward, you're going to have less stumbling blocks. You're going to find that you can get momentum in areas that you previously did not have success in because when you take back the authority of your own life, then you and you alone are able to agree with God to move forward and things that you once struggled with. I struggled with so many things, alcoholism, a lot of addiction issues. But when I gave those things to God, he came and he cleaned up my house and I haven't been addicted to those things since. I'm not an addicted driven person anymore. Mm-hmm. I used to be addicted. I mean, I started, uh, my addiction worked so so hard in my life. I would, I remember trying to quit smoking so my buddy started giving me uh, uh, snuff. He was like, well, just dip and then you'll quit smoking, you know, because you can do that instead. And my personality was I was smoking and then I started dipping and then I was dipping and smoking. It, it just didn't work for me. I remember drinking. People say, what if you drink? I would drink uh, a ton, hard liquor, whatever, and I'd be smoking dope at the same time. I'd be snorting coke. What? I mean, I just, I didn't lose addictions because I brought another addiction. I just kept owning them all. Yeah. And then when God came into my life, he literally gave me new vision, new hope. I just said, man, I don't need all this because I have God. God was everything that I needed. And so he began to heal those inner wounds and all that anger and bitterness I had. Uh, and, and I just am not an easily addicted person. Now I don't drink alcohol. I don't smoke. I don't like any of that. I don't even have a, I could sit in a bar for a month and never take a drink but I couldn't have gone into a place that sold alcohol before 
without being super tempted to just go get plastered. So God can move you forward. He will move you forward. I believe it's today is the day. And I want to, I want to share one last thing with you. The Bible says in James chapter one, verse two, it says, consider it nothing but joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you fall into various trials, be assured that the testing of your faith through experience produces endurance leading to spiritual maturity and inner peace and let endurance have its perfect result and do a thorough work so that you may be perfect and completely developed in your faith, lacking in nothing. That's how they amplified. It's a little wordy, but it is so good. Now, when can we consider it all joy when all these various trials and all these things that we're, we can be assured that the testing of our faith produces all this. If we're talking about curses and limiting the negative things that are operating in our life, when we break these curses, when we break generational curses, when we renounce willful disobedience, when we renounce any word curses spoken over us, then when anything that we would consider adverse comes into our life, when we've done this, we can then count it all joy because we know that what is going on is not something we are inviting in, something we're not doing to ourselves. It is God doing a work in us. And so we rejoice because we know God didn't bring us as far to let us down. He didn't bring us as far to let us drown. He didn't bring us as far to destroy us. He is letting us go through something to build us because his plan is for perfecting us, for building us, making us mature. So why? So that we can bless other, bless those around us. We can change the hearts of those around us. We can draw people to us that they would see our good works and glorify our father in heaven. When you break these things off, and we're going to do that right now. When we do that, then you can know moving forward when adversity comes into your life that you can embrace it because it's God allowing something so that you can be perfected, you can be matured. It is for our good and his divine purpose. Amen. Amen? So without uh, further ado, let's just, uh, I just wanted you guys, if you just want to get in agreement, you say, man, I've, I've struggled with this or my parents or my grandparents. I just want you to bow your head and just, just pray in a prayer of agreement. The Bible says if two or more uh, agree touching any one thing, it shall be done for them. So what we're going to do, I know it's through uh, podcast, but guess what? God is not bound by time. He's not bound by place. The same Holy Spirit that's working in us right now is working in you. As you listen to this, we're going to pray a prayer of agreement. Babe, let's just hold hands here. We're going to agree. And we're, I just want you to pray bold. I just want you to pray bold, uh, whatever the Holy Spirit leads you in here to pray over these people that need freedom today. Yeah, and I'd actually, I think it'd be better if they just repeat after me. Amen. Yeah, amen. There you go. That way those words are coming out of their mouth and that they are speaking it. They're confessing the it. There we go. Amen. Okay. okay. There we go. All right. So here we go. The devil came to steal, kill, and destroy. The devil came to steal, kill, and destroy. But thank you, Father, for giving me life. But thank you, Father, for giving me life. Break these chains, God. Break these chains, God. That hold me captive and in bondage. That hold me captive and in bondage. I declare that generational curses. I declare that generational curses. Are broken. Are broken. Through faith in the blood of Jesus. Through faith in the blood of Jesus. They stop here now. They stop here now. They will not travel. They will not travel. To my children. To my children. Or my children's children. Or my children's children. I stand against. I stand against. And dispel all evil. And dispel all evil. 
and negative forces around me. And negative forces around me. I believe Jesus is my mercy seat. I believe Jesus is my mercy seat. And that his blood cancels. And that his blood cancels. The curse. The curse. And breaks generational iniquities. And breaks generational iniquities. I believe by the blood of Jesus. I believe by the blood of Jesus. That the generational curse. That the generational curse. From the law is canceled. From the law is canceled. And broken off my family. And broken off of my family. Right now in the name of Jesus. Right now in the name of Jesus. Thank you that sins. Thank you that sins. Bondages and iniquities. Bondages and iniquities. Are canceled. Are canceled. And the curse is stopped by the blood of Jesus. And the curse is stopped by the blood of Jesus. And I rebuke. And I rebuke any word curses, any word curses that have been spoken over me, that have been spoken over me or my family or my family would be broken off in the name of Jesus would be broken off in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Amen. 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 Well, praise the Lord. If you prayed that prayer, we'd love if you would leave leave a comment there. Maybe maybe you don't want to make it public. Uh, you can shoot us a text, whatever, if you know us. <laughs> if not, you'll have to leave a comment there. Uh, maybe maybe not even your name, if you can remain anonymous, I don't know. But either way, we are super excited. I know that God led us in this direction today because he wants freedom for people. Amen. We were in church Sunday, and God just really spoke to me. Addictions had to come down. Why? Because moving forward, God is wanting to use you. I know you may, you say, well, I've done this, I've done that. It does not matter. God is using you from today forward. You are clean. You are whole. You are new. You are no longer bound by those chains of oppression, addiction, and depression that have bound you in the past. And we are moving forward. So thank you again for joining us on this journey today as we are woven together. And I just ask if you could to like, subscribe, and share this video. Thank you and God bless.